guys. Thank you for coming back to A Positive Place. I really appreciate everyone who's been liking, subscribing, commenting, reviewing, sharing. I appreciate the support. Thank you guys for all your wonderful feedback. Um, for those who tell me, who are telling me how much it's been changing your life already, that blows my mind, you know, because I did not anticipate that being the case for anyone. So I really appreciate you guys taking the time to, um, communicate with me and let me know how a positive place is impacting you positively. I love that for us. So for free game Friday, you know, we talk about something a bit more light, And for this episode, we're talking about kindness and how that um, plays in relationships with yourself and others and how finances fits into the equation of that as well. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget to give me your feedback and make sure you stay till the end to listen to the rundown so I can give you all a little pep talk because some of y'all slacking on y'all pimping. Okay, I'll talk to y'all later. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to A Positive Place. I am your host, Sasha the Great, and we are going to jump right into it today. So you know it's our Free Game Friday episode. Last Free Game Friday episode, we talked about finances and how to double and triple your bag and make sure you're budgeting and take advantage of the money that you have now. Because if you cannot manage $200, you can't manage $2,000. You know what I'm saying? So that was a great episode. A lot of people reached out to me and I am working on something to give you guys more information. So when that's available and ready, I will definitely share that with you guys because I got a lot of people reaching out to me about finances. So, and I love numbers. I love math. So I have no problem sharing my knowledge in that area with you guys, which is so crazy because I didn't like math when I was younger. Anyway. But let's jump into the Free Game Friday episode for the month of May, which is about kindness and finance. <laughs> Maybe Free Game Friday should be all aspects of finance because it's, I love money. Okay, so let's talk about it. What made me what made me um, think of this episode was a friend posting on her Instagram, Chantel Big Up Yourself, Good Gal. If y'all want to go follow her, she's Cornbread88 on Instagram. And she put up a post in her story and it said something like, what did it say? I don't remember the exact words, but it was basically saying, it, I like niggas who spend. So if you don't plan on spending on me, don't come over here. Basically, is what it was saying. And it made me think about the big role that finances play in relationships. And I, you know, I've thought about my own relationships and other people's relationships. And in every relationship, I've heard a story about finances and how it was a make or break situation in their relationship at some point. Like either we're going to get this shit together or, you know, I can't really work like this anymore. It doesn't feel good like this. I'm stressed the fuck out. I could do this by myself if it's going to be this way. Like even after kids, I know people who feel like, you know, it's just it's just putting an extra strain on the relationship when your financial health isn't there. And I feel that's extremely important for people to consider before you date, while you're dating, before marriage, 
after marriage, during marriage, like (laughs) the whole thing, you have to consider your finances. It's important that your mental health is there, your physical health is there, emotional health is there, spiritual health is there, and financial health. Why the hell all throughout religion you see where money is in, in the mix? Because finances are important. Simple. There's nothing out here that you can really do in terms of building wealth and changing the trajectory of your life if you've never had that type of access to cash or money um, that doesn't require finances. If you want to open a business, you got, you, you're going to have to learn how to handle your money. If you don't know that or if you haven't realized that, you're going to realize it at some point. <laughs> you're going to realize it at some point. Okay, so... And it's just in everything. If any big move that you want to make requires financial intelligence or you'll just be wasting money. You know, you have to sit down and consider how your finances come into play in your life. It will make your life easier because it is a tool. It definitely is a tool that you can utilize to make life easier. Not necessarily make it good or better. But easier, a little easier, a little less stressful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which is important. All right. And then if you don't have that financial intelligence for yourself, you're telling me you're going to go look and add another person into the mix. You're going to jump into a relationship. And I know people do it all the time, but just consider that you don't have your finances together. And most of what we do in the world requires some type of financial transaction or, you know, exchange of funds. You know, there's very little that we can do for free. (laughs) So you're telling me you don't have your shit together, but you're looking to add someone else to the mix. I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense to me. That is no grown ass person. Maybe when you're young and you like, you know, you live with your parents and the person lives with their parents and, you know, y'all don't really have no expenses like that. So it's all about love. <laughs> it's all about love, hanging out, having fun, etc. But as a big grown ass person, your financial intelligence is imperative. And I feel that it's necessary for you to have conversations with people that you're dating about finances for sure don't don't try to slither it in later on especially if you know that and it's whether or not it's important to you or not it still needs to be a topic of discussion some people might go through finances and and it's just a quick okay boop boop okay we feel this way and then they move on because that's not a big issue for them but it still needs to be brought up Whereas some people, we're going to be on this topic for a little bit because we need to have an understanding. We need to have an understanding. And it brought me back to her post because um, I feel like in relationships, people don't have that conversation. They don't have that conversation or even when they're further in to their relationship, they're afraid to bring up certain things that have to do with money. 
Like, especially when you have children or you're considering having children. A lot of us walk around saying we want this, we want that, we want that. But what is your financial status? What is your emotional health? What is your physical? Because if your finances aren't together, it's going to take a toll on all of those other areas. You know what I mean? So why not have those transparent conversations with people? Tell people from the from the get when you dated, hey, uh, this is what I want. This is what I expect. This is what I like. And, you know, also make it realistic because if you can't do that for yourself, if you don't practice those things for yourself and on yourself, how dare you expect that from others? How dare you walk around and tell people, oh, well, I want you to be buying me Chanel and putting me in Gucci and flying me out. You ain't never flew out nowhere. You don't even have a passport. What you talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, I want a man with good credit and a good job. and You don't got no good credit. You don't got no good job. Like, no, you need to be what it is that you're expecting. Because that's what the world, that's what the life is going to give you. It's going to mirror what you are and who you are. So some people are broke and they attract a rich nigga who, or a nigga that looks rich. The nigga not really rich. When you get to know him, he a broke ass nigga. He broke. <laughs> he just know how to get shit, act like he got shit. But deep down, when you go through the numbers, he's broke. It's a stressful situation over there. He got to be robbing and stealing and all types of shit to look like he got it. That's broke. That's not money. That is broke. When you can't live a peaceful life with the funds that you have acquired, when you can't help your friends and your family, when you still can't really move through the the bank properly because your shit is suspect, you're broke. You're broke. You're broke. So fast money is not good money. So even if you see somebody with somebody like that, like... That's not what we want. We don't we want something that's rooted in some real good foundation. You know? He might not make a whole bunch of money or she may not make a bunch of money, but she could take care of herself. Yeah, that's what we want. Like, no, you don't have to take care of me. I can take care of me. You can take care of you. We're not burdens to each other. Okay, now let's grow together and see what can happen. You know? Period. I feel like that's just a healthy way to have a relationship is not out of necessity It's because we want this. You know what I mean? I feel like if people did it that way, there would be less divorces. I really do. I really do. I feel like it would be less divorces. If you were, if you came into the situation, very authentic about where you are, what you want, where you're trying to be, what type of person you want to be with and how you see your life. And you're just very blood raw honest about that. I think you're more likely to connect with someone who's on the same page. Does that mean that things are going to be perfect? No. It might not still work, but at least it's less drama than you playing games with somebody who clearly don't even want what the fuck you want. And then you can't just stay on words. You really have to watch actions. You know, you have to watch actions. Math is the movement of numbers. It's a dance of numbers and it's the action behind numbers 
that provides us with finances and financial literacy. So everything in life is about actions, bitch. What what the numbers saying? Fuck what you talking about. What the numbers saying? Because the numbers don't lie. You say you love me. Oh, you want to be with me? Boom, 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 boom. You're not consistent. You don't call. You tell me you like me and you barely show any interest. Or you always hear, but you hear when it's convenient for you. Or, you know, like shit like that. You got to you gotta add up shit. Is this shit adding up? <laughs> what are, what's the math behind this shit? Is, are these actions adding up? Are my actions adding up? Because a lot of us be saying that we want certain shit just because of societal pressures. When that's not necessarily what we want. You know you don't want one nigga. You want three. Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. You'll attract what you what you want. If that's what you want. That don't necessarily mean that, oh, because you want three niggas, the universe is just going to give you three horrible men because you should only want one man. No. At least you honest. So now you're going to meet niggas that's down with that. You might have less drama. I don't know. Do it. Like, come on. I don't know. Am I not making sense? Be real about your shit. You know, you're not sure if you want kids. Tell that nigga, I'm not really sure if I want kids. I'm going to tell you the truth. Or I don't want kids at all. Or I don't want kids right now. Maybe in the future, but I'm telling you the truth right now. I don't see it. (laughs) Be honest. Be honest. Be honest about what you want. Oh, I want somebody who's going to take me out, take me shopping. Boom, boom, boom. Some people that's important to them say that. I want a woman that's going to give me head, cook for me, boom, boom, boom. Say that so she can let you know whether or not that's what she's going to do. Period. So anyway, let's jump a little deeper into the topic because I ain't going to sit here all day with y'all. I got shit to do. I got to go clean. And I usually do a very big cleaning at the end of every month to prepare for the next month. Even though I clean every week, I just... Like the end of the month is when I move furniture and you know what I'm saying? You just do a real deep, deep, deep clean, you know, clear out paperwork, make sure a bunch of shit checks off, go over my finances again, go over the decisions I've been making, like really take inventory on my life and then hit reset for the new month. So I got shit to do. So I'm going to be here with y'all all day. But we talked about the importance of finances and how it plays a role in your relationship. But I also want to talk about, you know, the strength you have in manifesting the financial situation that you want when it comes to your relationships. Like, do not discount the possibilities. Okay. And this might be more primarily for my women, but even for my men too, because some men feel like, like I was saying before about societal pressures that They have to become this certain type of man to attract a certain type of woman. And even though you have your eye on that certain type of woman, as you get to realize your situation and what matters to you most and the life that you see for yourself, you may realize that you're not even really truly aligned with the type of woman the, the, the society is putting you towards. The type of woman that only wants you to have financial success, and that is her primary, um, her primary concern. Then, 
you know, as you get to know yourself and realize what it is that you want and how you see your life going, you might realize that you've been looking in the wrong places the entire time. And this is for women as well. Like you might realize that this is not exactly what you want, that that's not really what's most important to you. Because maybe you might have a guy who, you might meet a guy who uh, can't give you $50,000 to start a business, but he could motivate you. He can support you. You know what I'm saying? He can encourage you. He can introduce you to people. You know what I'm saying? He can get you not to quit on yourself. He can support you. He can put your name in certain rooms. You know? He can align you with other people. He might be really good with um, his social skills. And he's just one of those type of people who knows people who knows people. And, you know, even though the wealth hasn't funneled down to him, the connections are still there. <laughs> you know? So you never know. You never know. You never know. And you got to really take the time out to pay attention to the messages you're sending yourself. And deal with people with kindness and deal with yourself with kindness so that you can expect that of others, you know, because that's what pushes the needle forward is the the people who are rooting for you, the people who want to support you, the people who speak your name in rooms that you don't go into or that you've never been into, the people who are going to take you out of what you're used to and bring you somewhere new and expose you to new things. Those, that's what changes your life. You know, the people who are going to encourage you when you want to do something different and support you, even if they don't understand, those are the type of people you want in your life. So um, when you're making your decisions about who you want to date and you're considering finances, consider kindness first, because you might be out here saying that you want a rich person or you want someone who's going to spend money on you, but they're not kind. They're not kind. So yeah, he might throw a little money on you after he done fucked on you eight times and this is your, you know, your ninth time finding out and you crying, so he gonna go buy you a Chanel bag. Or maybe um, she bought you this car or whatever and whatever, she flexing and spending her money on you or whatever, but she talked to you like shit. She makes you feel worthless. She keeps you in, a, in this position where you're under her thumb. Who wants to be in a relationship like that? You really want somebody treating you like that? So as you're considering kindness, I mean finances, ensure that you're considering kindness. Because what is the point of having a person with money who is not kind, who does not want to share it with you, who does not want to teach you how to get it on your own, who doesn't want to include you in the conversation, who doesn't want you know you to feel as good as they feel knowing that they have financial control over their decisions. You get what I'm saying? Point blank, period. So, you know, ensure that you are being kind to yourself so that you are attracting that from the universe. You're attracting that from God. You're attracting that uh, from all of your interactions because that is going to determine the quality of your life and your experiences. It's not just having things. You know what I mean? But you still need to have your financial intelligence on par. So read some books. Spend some time with yourself. And when you get into relationships, do not lose that momentum. Do not lose that drive to continuously check up on what your financial health 
especially when you have joined yourself to someone else. I don't understand how that's possible when, I mean, I can see how it's possible, but I don't understand why so many people do it. I just don't. It just doesn't make sense to me because even when you start having kids, like that's a whole nother type of financial stress. Oh my God. When you're going to move and get a house or you're going to get married. That's why a lot of people get married and get divorced in the blink of an eye because a lot of people put a lot of strain on their first year of marriage because they're under this weight and burden of all that money that they spent for this fucking wedding. Some people spending 40000 on a wedding and going back to an apartment that they can't afford. They got to struggle to pay the rent. They still got debt. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. So you want to make sure that you're solid first. You know how to show yourself kindness first. And when you learn to show yourself kindness consistently, you'll realize that kindness comes in many forms. It's you speaking up for yourself. It's you telling people exactly what you expect. It's you not sticking around for nothing less. It's you not settling. You know? It's you doing what you have to do to secure your own bag. You get what I'm saying? It's not just people being nice to you or acting nice to you. It's ensuring that you got you at all times. I got me. At the end of the day, I got me. I'm never putting myself in a situation where I'm relying on other people to have me the way that I should have me. That's not their responsibility. You are no one's responsibility. Okay? You can't be walking around here expecting from people what you don't give to yourself, what you can't do for yourself. Because it will always come in a form that's less than what you expect because you did not consider the fact that you are not equally aligned with what it is that you're wanting. So when you do get it, it's not something you're going to keep. And you want to live a life of consistency. You want to constantly be ready. You don't want to be having to get ready every time. Every time you got to go get ready for every opportunity. Every time you meet somebody. Like, no, you want to stay ready. You want to stay ready. You want to be prepared. You want to have your eye open at all times. You want to stay ready in your spirit, in your in your mental space and health in your body, like don't just work out because um, summer is coming up. Consistently dedicate time to the health of your body. What you eat, how you eat, are you drinking enough water? Am I cleansing my body properly? A lot of y'all don't even take the time to really shower. Y'all just be jumping in and out like two minutes, you in, you out. What is that? I feel like this shower is such a therapeutic place. Did I just say the right word? Therapeutic? Yeah, I'm kind of... Mm-hmm. I think the shower is such a therapeutic place that... I thought I said therapeutic. <laughs> I didn't say that. But anyway, I think the shower is such a therapeutic place because it's the only time throughout the day where you're spending a lot of time with water in the quantity that it that you do in the shower. And you know our bodies are primarily made up of water. So I feel like a lot of transformation can happen in your shower. I promise you I done healed myself a few times in the shower. Y'all think it's a joke. (laughs) 
Y'all might think it's a joke, but it's it's for real. Like I really did some prayer in the shower and all types of shit. Like that's a therapy place for me. You know, just spend time washing your body. Washing your body, cleansing your body, speaking life over your body, thanking God for your body, thinking of your body. You know, who you letting into your body, how you've been treating your body, what you've been feeding your body. Like really spend some time with your body. Touch yourself, you know, especially for my women. That's a good place for you to check your breasts and things like that. Connect with your body. Realize if anything feels a little off. Like take that time to really spend time with your body. You know, light a candle, listen to some music, think positive thoughts. You never like feel shitty and then you go into the the shower. Even if you don't do it intentionally, you go into the shower and then you come out and you just feel a a lot better. Nothing has happened. Nothing different has changed. You You just took a shower and now you feel better. I feel like there's some, some power in the shower. <laughs> it's the power in a shower. There's some power in a shower. Go into your showers intentionally or your baths intentionally. Go in there with the intention to clear off anything that's stressing you, any, any doubts, any fears that you have and build yourself back up in that shower. And the the cold water, I know a lot of people prefer to bathe with hot water. But for me, cold water is like so good at the end of your shower, even if you bathe with hot water. Because remember, cold water clo- closes the pores and it also shocks the system. It wakes you up and makes sure everything it makes sure everything is firing off. And that's the perfect time. It's like giving your body coffee, like giving your your what is it called? Your neurosystem coffee. You're just completely waking up everything, bitch. You feel me? A natural, um, a, a more gentle form of coffee without the caffeine. It's just cold water. You just shock that body, wake it up. You know what I mean? So, and then you want to take time with your body as well to appreciate it. Appreciate your body for how it is and, and what it is. It's serving you every day. Honor your body instead of sitting around comparing it to everybody else and wishing for it to be something else and just killing yourself because your body isn't something that you expect it to be or that you picture in your mind. Take the time to be grateful for what it is right now. The more kindness you show yourself, the more change will happen in your life because you're coming from a place of appreciation. You know what I mean? But... I feel like that's a great thing to do is take your showers and especially if you want to like lock in moisture and you bathe with hot water, use some of those nice oils. I always say go organic. So like coconut oil, olive oil, use those oils after you take your hot shower and rub it over your body while you're in the shower and then turn on that cold water and circle that body under that cold water, baby. You ain't never going to be ashy. I'm telling you, you're never going to be ashy. That shit locks in moisture. And then when you come out of the shower now, and especially when you shave and shit, make sure you use an olive oil, especially for my black people. You won't get no hair bumps. Use the olive oil, rub down your pum pum. The men rub down that area right there, your pubic area. 
and no hair bumps. I'm telling you, don't wear no crazy shit now. Don't go do it. And then you got on cotton panties and you wearing jeans and shit. Like, let your shit breathe. If you're going to shave the pum pum, why you why you closing it up like that? Let it get some air. Let it get some air. Wear skirts and shit and, and dresses and stuff like that. Oil down the pum pum two times a day. Monday, I mean Monday, morning and night. Thank me later. No crunch bar pum pum around here. No, we don't do that. No spotty spotty pum pum. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Thank me later. You're going to see. Try it out. You're going to see. But take time to learn your body. Take time to learn what's good for your body. Shit like that. You know, when you come out the shower, a lot of y'all who are in relationships, you just throw on whatever and then go curl up under your nigga. You don't even know how to let your man miss you. Cut, or you don't even know how to like really operate in your divine feminine. You just out here trying to be the man homeboy. He don't want no damn homeboy. Then you be in your feelings why he don't why he don't want to stay with you too long. He always out with his friends. Cause he don't he wanna be with his real homeboys. Even if you you guys are extremely close, a man still wants his woman to make him feel like a man. You know? And vice versa. We want y'all to make us feel like women too. Like, take some time with your body, sir. Rub down your face. Oil your hair. Like, wash your balls for more than two seconds. Like, wash it good. <laughs> Lift it up. <laughs> Clean behind your ears. Clean inside your ears. Like, come on. You know, take good care of your body. Rub down your body. Coconut oil, I'm telling you, is so good for the skin. In the summer, I wouldn't suggest wearing coconut oil in the day because it will cook you. I'm not going to tell you no lie. It will cook you, bitch. You will be baked, all right? So don't do that. Don't wear it. In the summer, I wouldn't say wear coconut oil in the summer, Um, in the daytime. Definitely at night, though. Like It's very great for its healing properties. Um, it's definitely good for like at the end of the day and you exfoliate, you put, you rub your body down with coconut oil, even your face. I don't know. I feel like some, I don't do it often, but like once a week after I do like a real deep, um, scrub of my face, I'll put coconut oil on it at night and I feel like it rejuvenates you. Like it locks in some youth, you know? Cause I always wake up the next morning looking good. Like really ref- my face just looks refreshed. So I definitely suggest using it at night as a moisturizer. And after you use your coconut oil, let's say you exfoliate, you've used your coconut oil. Now remember your skin already moist because you locked in the moisture from what you did in the shower. And then you come out now and Use a cream. It's like the lock method for your hair, liquid oil cream. Use a cream. Cetaphil has a nice, is it Cetaphil? Yeah, Cetaphil has a nice light weight body cream, body lotion. Use that. Or Aveeno. Aveeno has a really nice one too. And rub that over it. Baby, take care of your skin. You know, up the price on everything. Don't just up the price on what you want other people to pay for you. Up the price on how you take care of your body and your shit, how you carry yourself. Look good. Look good. Feel good. Do good. That's how it works. Look good. Feel good. Do good. 
period. All right. Let me see if I can give you guys some other hacks. You know, I actually recorded this episode three times, but I feel like the other versions of the episode were coming from a place of ego and I didn't want it to be that way because I feel like we're all trying our best. You know, I feel like it's hard for a lot of us out here. You see all of these niggas that's like spending the big bread. They getting locked up. They getting locked the fuck up. Shit is tumbling down on people. Okay. So I don't feel like anyone needs to be under pressure to be no rich nigga or have to have a whole bunch of Chanel bags and Gucci bags and all this bullshit. Like, no, go at the pace that you're on right now. Be happy with the space that you're in right now. Flex on the level that you're on right now. There's nothing wrong with that. And when when I was talking about finances in terms of relationships, yes, you can grow together when it comes to your financial status. I think that's a beautiful thing. But I feel like any relationship where one party is more dependent on the other or it's a codependent relationship is not healthy. Like we're not trying to depend on nothing but God. Do you understand? Who are we depending on? I'm not depending on you for nothing. That's how you come to a relationship with more um, transparency. And I feel like it's more of a safe space because we both know what the fuck is up. Nobody's pretending. We both know. So if you know you want somebody who um, has their finances together, get your shit together. You'll attract them. It might take some time. But God's timing is perfect. Okay? Be patient enough to wait for what it is that you want. We're not settling. Who does that? We don't do that no more. We're not settling for nothing in no area of our lives. We want the, the greatest. We want golden shit. 24 karat gold treatment in every area of my life. Okay, I want the gold bricks in every area of my life. Don't silver me, don't bronze me, bitch. All right? So if you want that, then you have to be patient enough to give it to yourself so that you can attract it. And I think I'm just going to end it right there. I think, you know, but my, my last episode was like, the, the last three attempts I made for this episode were like two hours long. And that's why I was saying I was going to have a three-parter. But I don't know. Something in my spirit was like, no, don't put them out. Don't put that out. Don't put that out. Don't put that out. Because I feel like, now that I think about it, I feel like the previous um, recordings just put a lot of pressure on people. And it's already a very hard time for everyone. Everything is going up. Everything. Bruh. My apartment was $1,800 a month. Well, basically 19 And they wanted me to renew the lease for $2,500. The same apartment. <laughs> the same apartment. The, like, everybody was talking about it. I went outside to go take out my garbage, like, because they gave us all the letters at the same time and sent us the emails at the same time. So I'm sending, I'm taking out the garbage. My neighbor's talking about it. How to, how to fuck, <laughs> how to rent, how to rent went from 1900 to 2500 on everybody. So, and that's just a one bedroom. It's not even the biggest one bedroom. Uh, granted, I know it's in a luxury apartment, but 
still 20. How do you jump from 1800 to 2500 So you want me to, you want me to pay my rent. So let's say my lease was up in January. You want me to pay my rent in December for $1,900. I keep saying 18 because it's like 1875. So for $1,900, you want me to pay $1,900 in January, in December. And now that my lease is up and we're going to January, I'm in the same apartment. You want me to pay $2,500? To me, it just didn't make no sense. I'm going to be in the same space, the same exact space and pay 20. You know, absolutely not. You know, at least I was able to make some moves for myself so that I didn't have to do that. But I know a lot of people are in a situation where they have no choice. It's like, okay, well... I went hunting for other apartments and everything else is around the same price anyway. They would have had to put me in a new apartment, bitch. <laughs> I'm not staying in the same apartment and paying more. I, that would drive me crazy. I would have had to move. Like, mm-mm. But some people, you know, it's just like, well, I'm comfortable here. I don't want to go through moving. I have my kids here. Like, da 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 Don't want to deal with all of that application fee, et cetera. That's going to add up. Like, let me just stay here and renew again under the new price. So I know a lot of people are under a lot of pressure. Some people, um, you know, you're, you're refinancing. Things are higher for you now, you know? And some people are on their second, third kid, lost their job. There's one income. Like, I know people are going through a lot of things. So I definitely don't want to be putting out any message that makes anyone feel under pressure to do something for someone else. Which is why I'm like, this is not the time to connect yourself to people um, out of dependency. It should be because you want to, not because you need to. This is the time to get on your shit, to get focused, to get real about what it is that you want to get real about where you are financially, emotionally, all different levels of your health. You need to have an honest conversation with yourself about where you stand right now and take inventory on that and see if it's close to where you want to be. And if it's not, then you need to take the steps to make the necessary changes to get you closer to that place before you even think of adding anyone else into the equation. You know, it just makes for a better beginning when you do decide to connect. And that's in friendships. That's in, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever. That's in relationships of a more um, intimate nature, like a different level of intimacy. It's in all levels of your relationship, even with your parents and your family. Like, you don't want to be the cousin that's broke, the broke cousin. The one that never got shit going on. Or the, the, the sibling who... Everybody got to take care of or um, the daughter who your mother has to worry about or the son who your mom constantly has to be helping. Like you don't want who wants to be in that position. I don't think anyone ever wants to be seen that way or feel that way about themselves. You're the friend who when you go out, you know, you're the only one who has to order um, appetizers because you can't afford everything else or everybody got to be making up your bill, you know? And I know that life t- takes us through different things. So 
You might be in that season right now, but learn to be like, nah, I'm not going out right now. You don't got to explain to nobody that, oh, you don't got it. No, I can't. I can't go out today. You know, learn to say no to certain things. Be honest with yourself so that your decisions and your choices are steeped in truth. It will give you a more peaceful life because you're not out here pretending that things are what they're not. And the way for a good way for you to crack the truth about where you stand and where you need to change is through finances. I think numbers are so important because they they tell you the truth. If you calculate how much money you have coming in and how much money you're spending, it will tell you the truth about your situation. It will tell you if you're lazy. It'll tell you if you need to. Because if you realize, all right. I need more money to do certain things. But then you say to yourself, well, I don't want to work more than I already work. It will tell you, okay, well, then you need to go get a better job. And if you're not taking the steps to go get a better job, it's showing you that you're lazy and you really don't want what you what you say you want. So I feel like numbers are a great way, a great way to start the process of change in your life. You know, if you look at everything else in life, it's tied to numbers. Even when you were born, there's a bunch of numbers behind that. How much you weigh, what time, the date. It's a bunch of numbers. Numbers is a great place to begin. You know, it's a great place to begin in regards to looking over your life and ensuring that the steps that you're taking are calculated. There's nothing wrong with taking risks. That's a beautiful life. But take some calculated risks. Take some calculated risks in your life. You heard this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'll be better off for it. And anything that you want, you have the ability to achieve it. And you have to believe that. You have to have the kindness with your, within yourself, towards yourself. To give yourself enough grace to get to that point that you're seeing in your, in, your, in your future. To be patient enough with yourself to learn yourself and see what's the best ways I can get to what it is that I want. Instead of working backwards and being difficult with yourself and being hard on yourself and being dishonest with yourself and others. It's, good. it's just going to make it harder for you to get to where you need to be. That doesn't mean that you're not going to get there still, but it's, it's going to come with a whole lot of extra shit you ain't even really have to go through if you were just honest from the jump with yourself and with, honor, with others. Just be honest from the jump with yourself and with others. That is a kindness that you can show yourself and others is honesty, is truth authenticity and you'll be better off for it all right so before I go I wanted to give y'all a few little hacks I already told y'all about using coconut or I mean olive oil on the pum pum and on the buddy like around there yeah make sure you do that um to prevent any lace um hair bumps and shit and <laughs> there's also this app that my sister told me about I wanted to share that with you guys too. I haven't really been using it because um, whenever I come back from vacation, I'm usually like off a little bit that first week. Like everything's all over the place and I'm off schedule and shit like that. And 
it takes me a little while to readjust. So I'm going to start using it this week, though. After I clean, I'm going to start using it. But it basically allows you to load your habits in there and it reminds you about them every day. So it's like a little virtual checklist and it dings every time you should be completing a habit. Let me see what it's called. It's, I think it's called The Habit. Hold on. But it's so cute. I thought I should share that with you guys. Also, another helpful app I have is W for Women. It's an exercise app and it has yoga and things like that on there as well. I love that app. Every morning it gives you a quote when you open it. Um, it celebrates you at the end of you completing whatever task that is. And I think that's a great thing to do. Um, and it, it gives you really good workouts. That's the thing. The workouts are really, really, really good. So try W for Women um, app as well. Let me see. Here's the Habit app. Let me go back. I want to see if it's called Habit or The Habit. The Habit. What the freak? What the hell? Okay, it's called Habit. It's a red app with an H. I'll put it in my story so you guys can see it. Really helpful, really cute app. Um, and another thing I wanted to remind you guys to do is take advantage of your phones. If you have a smartphone, especially, I don't really know about um, Samsung, like whatever, what, what's that called again? Android? <laughs> I have one, but I don't really know much about them. I don't use that phone. But for I, I know for my iPhone, there are so many features on here that I don't usually use. And I started using them recently and it's made life a lot easier for me. You know, don't don't neglect notes. Notes has this feature where you can actually um, take pictures of like receipts. It's a good way for anyone who has a business. If you want to track your receipts, you don't have to go get some other digital software. You can actually scan the document into notes and save them so you have them there. You can also make checklists um, on notes. I use that a lot. Um, your phone also has a reminder feature that you can sync up with your calendar so that you're more on schedule. You can really just pull up your calendar and look to see if you have anything coming up. And you can set alarms to sync with your reminder. I wish I could go into um, depth about how you can do that. But y'all got Google. Just Google that shit. I'm just letting you know all the capabilities that your phone has. Because the inventors at Apple said that we don't even use 90, uh, what is it? I think 93%. We only use about 7% of our, our the features on our phone. The average person. And your phone can be really helpful is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so... You know, don't don't be afraid to take advantage of those other options within your phone. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I know it's a little shorter than usual, but I think it should have been it should be short and sweet. So I hope you guys love it. Talk to you later. I'm gonna go clean. Have a great day, guys. Love you. Deuces. Mwah. All right, guys, so I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope it gave you some friendly reminders. 
I hope it really encouraged you to live your truth and ask for what you want. Closed mouths don't get fed, okay? But here in the rundown today, I know usually I just give you a little outro and I'm out. But I wanted to like, you know, top up the thing a little bit for you guys because some of y'all, y'all slacking. Number one, I know I talked about, you know, some practices in the shower. That's a little free game right there to use your bathroom as a form of therapy. Also your kitchen, you have a lot of different um, centers within your home that can provide healing for you. So you have your bathroom, you have your kitchen, be intentional about what you're feeding your body, how you're feeding your body. Learn more about what you're putting into your body. That's extremely important, okay? And take care of your body. That's extremely important. But also, don't be giving out your body to everybody, all right? Don't be right here playing with yourself. Don't do that. All right. Be exclusive. Yes. Up the price. (laughs) Up the price. My time is very precious. It's expensive. It's the only thing we have in life that we don't know how much of it we have left. Okay. So, yes, my time is very expensive. Be exclusive with the access that you give. All right. VIP only. Put, learn how to put certain people in general admission. And if they start acting up, get them the fuck up out of the club. Do you understand? So learn to put limits on the access that you give to people. And learn to create spaces for yourself so that you can retreat without having to explain. Because you, you're so busy, caught up in everyone else's life. Let it be a norm that, okay, sometimes you're not going to see her. Sometimes you're not going to hear from him. That's okay. You need time to recharge. You need time for yourself. You don't got to be up in everybody's face all the time, on the scene all the time, posting all the time. Like, what? No, for what? All right? So make sure you do that. And also, if you're in relationships, learn to take time for yourself. You know? You don't got to be up under your significant other. Learn to make that person miss you. Absence is a great way to enforce your boundaries. Because you being up under somebody is not going to stop them from cheating on your ass. They're going to find ways if they want to cheat. It's not going to make them stay any longer. They're going to leave when they're really ready to leave. So find time for yourself. Enjoy your life on your own as an individual. Because at the end of the day, you are just an individual. You are leaving this earth on your own. Okay? So create time and space to enjoy your life on your own, in your own company. Even if you're in a relationship, make time for yourself. Let your partner see you love on yourself. A lot of y'all don't even take the time to really treat yourself properly in front of your partner. Let them see. Lead by example. We talked about action earlier. Lead by example. Let them see you buying your shit and your shit coming um, to the to the house. And your, your packages coming to the house that you bought for yourself. Good shit. You know? Learn how to switch up your shit. Some of y'all are too predictable. Change up the way you're doing things. If the way how you, if the course of your life isn't looking anything close to what you really want, then it's time for you to start trying some different things. 
Try a new perfume, bitch. Go. You always wearing Bath and Body Works. Save up that money that you would have taken to Bath and Body Works three days in a, three months in a row. Cause I don't know when I go to Bath and Body Works, I end up spending like a hundred something dollars every single time. Cause I'm buying candles and shit. Now, if all you have is Bath and Body Works, that's all you know. That's all your nigga know. Then you might need to save up a little bit. Don't go to Bath and Body Works for three days. It's three months, and take that three hundred dollars and go get you some Shanaynay. Go get some Chanel. Switch up the like. Come on, come on. Switch it up. Put a little. You always wearing black. Put a little blonde streak. <laughs> Put a little piece in the front. You'll be surprised what that little piece do. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> You'll be surprised what that little piece do. Jump on a flight. You don't never go nowhere without your man. Jump on a flight. Let him miss you a little bit. Let the kids miss you a little bit. You know. Switch up how you dress. Like, switch the shit up. That's the energy I'm feeling right now. It's like, switch it up. Switch it up. Switch it up. It's not working for you. Start trying something else. Don't be out here doing the same shit the same way over and over and expecting for things to change. It is impossible. How can things change if the conditions haven't? If your habits haven't? If your thoughts haven't? That's free game for y'all right there. All right, deuces. Have a wonderful, productive week. I know the week is almost over. Don't forget to tune in again on Sunday for one of our regular episodes. All right. I hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast so far from what I've heard. You have been, so I love that for us. And make sure that as you go into this month, you set some new intentions. If there's anything that you've fallen short on, in the month of May, pick up that um, list, revisit it, and hit the ground running in the month of June. All right? It's a new beginning. It's a new month. Treat it like the new year. It's a chance to start all over again. And every morning is a chance to start all over again, actually. You know? But once you go into a new month, it just feels like a, another form of reset. So take advantage of that energy. And shift things in your favor. You have the ability to do that. All right. So I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you once again for listening to A Positive Place. This is our free game episode. See you on Sunday. Deuces. Love you. Mwah.